In Joshua chapter 9, the Gibeonites come to Joshua and the Israelites and they lie to them, making them think that they've come from a long ways away, that they're not the Canaanites, that the Israelites are supposed to destroy on the way to the Promised Land, but there's some other group that's just looking to make a treaty with them. And Joshua and the Israelites, they, they're skeptical, but, but they give in. And there's something that the Gibeonites say along the way that caught my eye. When Joshua said, you know, how do we know that you're not lying to us? They said, they said you know, we, we have heard of your God. We've heard of all the incredible things that your God did. We heard of all the incredible victories that he's given you along the way. In other words, they're telling Joshua, we believe that your God is real. We believe that your God is powerful. We believe that your God is incredible. And yet, even though they believe those things, they felt compelled to lie to his people. In other words, they didn't, they didn't trust him. They didn't love him. They didn't put their confidence in him. Even though it seems they knew that they could have. We see something similar when we look at Jesus' interaction with Pontius Pilate. When Jesus was on trial, Pilate fully believed that Jesus was innocent. He didn't want to sentence him to the death penalty. That was obvious. He tried all sorts of tactics to let him, to let him go. His, his wife had even warned him in a dream. Um, well, she warned him about a dream that she had, saying that I had a dream about this man and it put me through torment. This man is an innocent man. Do not have anything to do with him. Seems that Pilate knew that Jesus was innocent, and yet in the end, even though he tried to wash his hands of the whole thing, I mean, really, Pilate is the one who made the final call of putting him down the path that led to his crucifixion. We don't know if Pilate believed that Jesus was the king or God, maybe not in the moment, but, but he did believe something about him, and he violated it. We can do the same thing. We believe that God is God and that God is great and that God loves us and God is powerful enough to do anything and, and he'll always be merciful and gracious and he holds, he holds all, the whole world in his hands and, and he's lovingly managing all of it for the good of his church. But sometimes I don't rest myself in those truths. And I bet you don't either. Sometimes we still worry. Sometimes we get afraid. Sometimes we doubt. Sometimes we wonder. I can see that when I look at my life. Though I know and believe something about God, I act like I believe something entirely different. And I bet you do too. But God gives us a solution. Instead of looking longer at ourselves in those moments, look at Jesus standing there with Pilate, listening to Pilate's silly questions, taking the beatings that Pilate okayed. being led to the cross that Pilate did not take away. What kind of God do we have?
when we look at him. We have one who is determined to be by your side, be there for you, forgive you, to love you, every step of the way. Focus on him. And then focus on his empty tomb on Easter morning. As a reminder that the number of things in life, in death, in this world and with hearts of sin that we need to be afraid of, with that Jesus by our side, well, the number, it's none. It's nothing. We know who our God is. And every day we have the right to live like we know it. Rest well tonight, my friends.